So this week, our ice cold take is uh, about a story that everybody was getting mad about last week, but I didn't have a chance to read all of the kerfuffle before we recorded on Monday. That's okay. It, it wasn't fresh then either. This has sort of been yeah. an ongoing thing. Yeah, well, I mean, so both of us, uh, you still work in higher ed, I used to work in higher ed, so... This was not exactly news that a lot of faculty treat students with the utmost of disdain. Yeah, that's a good um, way to put it. <laughs> like, and to, so to some extent, there there are definitely like really shitty students out there. Um, there, there are students who are lazy. They're liars. They're just they cheat. They're terrible. This is not the majority of students. Well, even and then, treat- the shitty students are still paying $40,000 a year to be shitty. Well, sometimes. Um, it, 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 well, actually, it's prob- there probably is a very strong correlation between the shitty students and having to pay full tuition. Because hmm. I bet, like, the Pell Grant students are really trying. And I bet, like... The, I mean, obviously the um, the honor students, the ones, the scholarship students are really trying. It's pro- it probably really is only the ones who like had. It's like so, at a state school, it's a little bit different. But um, at a private college, which I will not name, that I have some <laughs> knowledge of, you and your it was ex- it was explained to a professor that I know <laughs> that there are three kinds of students there. Um, this was a fairly uh, highly ranked, um, a pretty highly ranked uh, private um, liberal arts college. The three kinds of students are the really good ones, the pretty good ones um, who have something interesting about them, and the ones who can definitely pay the full tuition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's probably a good correlation. <laughs> and so probably so i mean i guess for anybody who doesn't know click the link in the show notes blah 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 um this some faculty member who's not even like tenured faculty so this is like not the best choice nor anonymous um, she, right <laughs> she published a, a satirical what's meant to be a satirical article in the chronicle of higher education which is like the yeah. doofiest trade publication for higher ed around um about her poor student who had both grandmothers die coincidentally during midterms and finals and like i would bet you anything that the student who inspired that story was probably one of those students who is pretty good and had something interesting about them something like first in their family to go to college uh, works two jobs to support herself and her family um any number of uh, LGBT. They're like a lot. So, I mean, people think that college students live in this bubble where everything's fine. It's not the real world. But this is like the case for very few actual college students. Like that was true mm-hmm. of me. I was an upper middle class white person at a ritzy, uh, small liberal arts college. So like I genuinely was pretty <laughs> embubbled. Um <laughs> During my college years, but especially like at a public institution, a lot of those kids got a lot of shit going on. Plus, like this is the post 9-11 generation. They like when when I was a kid, Columbine was a new thing that happened when I was in high school. Nowadays, that's like I mean, I'm obviously most students going to college have never been a, a, a victim 
of uh, in, in any way of a school shooting. But like that's kind of part of their reality is that school isn't safe anymore. Yeah. To interject uh, quickly, um, when I was still in high school, so 9-11 occurred while I was a sophomore in high school. And that, of course, was only slightly after Columbine and a handful of other school shootings. Uh, and we had this procedure known as a lockdown drill, where um, on the PA, someone from the main office would give either of the two codes for real or fake, and you would have to go um, lock yourself in the appropriate closet under your desk, whatever, for whatever room you were in, and sit there for... 20 minutes of lost learning time while the vice principal and a police officer walked around and was satisfied with the uh um how hidden you were yeah uh so that that was my that. high school um and then i went to college you know after that yeah it's and so like, and I know I employed some, at least one really terrible student <laughs> who is just awful. And I would be tempted to write a satirical article about his profound laziness. I didn't do that. I'm guilty of agreeing with my friend Bob that they're the stupidants. <laughs> and I, I confess every time I tried to type students, I inevitably typed stupids. But that was really unfair of me. Um, also, this was mostly during my early to mid-20s when we all know I was a terrible person. I mean, you were 23. Um, you just graduated. So you were just, you know, straight in the rear mirror. Of course, they're all stupid. Right. Also, <laughs> I was so stupid at the time. I was just barely out of my stupid period. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was it was a pretty remarkable lack of empathy and like, there's a, there's a, an extremely good chance that even if even if a student who claims a dead grandmother during both mid first of all that's actually possible the one of the things that really kind of got yeah. my goat was when the um the professor was like you're 19 your grandmother's 56 years old i'm like what are you talking about like for some people that's true but like let's do a little bit of arithmetic my parents had my mom had me when she was 30 which would have made her mom about right about 50. I'm not I don't remember exactly how old my grandmother was because I'm a terrible person. Um, so by the time I was in college, well, she had died a few years earlier because um, sometimes people die before they're 100. Like that's the thing that happens. Yeah. But she would have been right around 70. And my other grandmother was a little bit uh, a little bit older than that. Probably like, geez, how old was my how because my other grandmother is still alive. She's like, God, she's got to be like 95 now. Um, anyway, pretty old. Like, so totally plausible death age. And a lot of parents had children later than had historically been the case. So yeah, that was like a really weird thing to say. <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of insensitive has... to those of us who have had family members who have died in their 50s. It's like, I'm sorry, that's a thing that happens. Right? Like, yeah. my mother-in-law died when she was 50 years old. So, yeah. first of all, people die when they're 50. Second of all, a lot of students have grandparents much older than that. And third of all, like, sometimes a lot of bad shit happens all at once. Like, that's not super unusual. Yeah. 
And, I mean, especially, especially, you know, the elderly members of your family dying while you go away at college. Like, that's just a piece of shit the universe throws at you. Um, you know, it, it got to the point where it was a really depressing running gag uh, with one of my friends where, um, you know, this was like maybe, maybe the second half of sophomore year, but we're sitting in uh, one of our classes, a recitation, so it's not like a lecture or whatever. Um, and, uh, his phone rings and it's his mom and there's only like 19 of us in the class, you know, so, you know, he just, you know, tells the TA, you know, um, it's my mom because that basically is code for someone died. Right. Um, and it was, Mm. um, during finals, one of uh, my semesters, I specifically remember that um, my mom kept a depth from me of a great uncle. Um, and during uh, finals of another semester, the family dog. Yeah. You know, like it's... My mom... <laughs> it's... it's- my my mom didn't tell me when the cat that we got when we first moved to Hawaii had died because it was Christmas time and she didn't want to be a bummer. Like, <laughs> shit happens. And yeah. shit happens when it's inconvenient. That's, like, pretty much how life works. Yeah. Um, and in case uh, this uh, faculty member forgot, but uh, winter recess starts at Christmas. So, like, that's when it just got cold and people who are, are immunocompromised who just survived, you know, a whole year, you know, are going to take a downturn then, if ever. Right. A lot of people die around the holidays. Yeah. Also, there's, like, holiday depression and, the, you know. And the things that leads to, yeah. 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 Which is another possibility. Plus, even if it's not true that the student's grandmother has died, something has clearly gone wrong. Like, I... I sincerely doubt that in most cases it's, well, they were up partying instead of cramming. First of all, cramming doesn't work. Um, if you're, you know, yeah. if your test, <laughs> if your test is any good, you can't cram <laughs> for it. Um, <laughs> but probably, I mean, it could be undiagnosed ADHD, like both of us and some <laughs> of our friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be just general depression, uh, anxiety disorder, like, People always want to shit on this generation about how fragile they are and how they have all these, like, diagnoses. Well, shit. I mean, that means that they're actually getting the help that many of us could have really used when we were their age. Like, toughing it out didn't do us any good. Yeah, my GPA is certainly proof of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, mine wasn't stellar. Mine started with it, too. (laughs) Uh, I, I probably got, I mean, I got a D plus in Latin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, that's genuinely surprising. (laughs) Well, it's a lot of rote memorization Uh, and I find that boring. Yeah. (laughs) So I like, I was totally unprepared to have to work really hard in a way that I wasn't accustomed to having to work. So it, and, and I was better prepared for college than many students coming in, especially first in their family. Like I kind of knew what the deal was and I was, and to be 
not a total asshole, but I was fairly <laughs> academically gifted. Um, but like, it was just really weird and different. And I didn't, you know, didn't do well that first semester. Yeah, no, that's, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, now, you didn't ever, you know, I don't want to say resort to this, but you know, I, I never I have felt like it, or rather I quote unquote toughed it out and just got a terrible grade. Yeah. Like, and that probably wasn't what would have best served you as a student or right. a human being. Yeah. <laughs> like and and oh, by the way, students um are human beings and it is appropriate to treat them that way. Like Yeah. They're and they're not quite adults i mean think back to your early 20s or your late your late teens and early 20s and how like stupid you were how like totally clueless and naive and and that's those of us who had the luxury of being totally clueless and naive some of the rest of us um the pell grant students for example a lot of those kids have had to work desperately hard their whole lives and and i do mean desperately and that, uh, you know, two decades of desperation being all you've ever known in your life, it really takes a toll on you, not only psychologically, but cognitively. So it totally makes sense that students who are under that kind of pressure would need extra help. And if they're faculty and like my guess is that this faculty member hadn't been like understanding and accommodating and helpful all semester long. And then all of a sudden this this student like has a, a fake or possibly real grandmother death just a guess hmm. from the tone right <laughs> and there's a there's one other bullet point i put in here for reasons why someone might make up that as an excuse if it's not true but still kind of can't you know take a bunch of finals um and that is that they were sexually assaulted on campus. Yeah. And that is the thing. In very recent history, we've had a lot of lawsuits that have gone the completely wrong way on that. Oh, and absolutely. In this day and age, I feel like I wouldn't report. And in fact, you know, I was sexually harassed as an undergrad, and I didn't report it. You know, there's... Yeah, especially as a male student, like, you would be, and this is totally wrong, by the way, you would be laughed out of the administration's offices, I'm sure. Plus, there's, I mean, there's every barrier in the world to reporting and successfully... I don't even know, like, what successfully pursuing a sexual assault complaint would be like. It it so rarely happens, uh, especially if there's... And so in general, like young female students in particular, but also sometimes young male students are are in the lowest position of power around. Like if it's a if it's a cheerleader and a football player, well, I mean, the football player is providing value. What's that girl for? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, which is a terrible attitude. And did you read that story that came out uh, fairly recently about a girl who was raped by a person? This was at uh, was it the University of? Alabama, I want to say, um, by a, a member of a wealthy local family in Tuscaloosa, 
and was because of this shitty, stupid definition of rape in the state, like she was unable to prosecute him. And she herself was investigated for crimes because she like broke into the guy's car to try to find her keys. Yeah. Among other things. Yeah. So you're you're. There's no best case scenario for reporting anything. Uh, you'll. If you. You won't win in court, just historically speaking. Um, yeah. And I mean, I've been suppressing it for, you know, these last however many years. Most of the things that happen to me, it's just random things that trigger it, and triggering is a real thing. Um, right. Like today, for example, I was in the student center bathroom and you know saw the flyer above the urinal you know i've been sexually assaulted and i want a confidential conversation blah 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 uh but i took a picture of it because uh the options it gives like of things that i may be seeking by calling this number that's on there is uh you know seeking out medical treatment including a forensics exam uh which i mean fine if you see this in the next 15 minutes after the incident. Um, yeah. And if you're a dude, maybe nothing is relevant to that. Um, getting counseling. Reporting the issue is number three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And after so that great. is uh, changing your uh, living environment and or class schedule. You know, like, oh my Jesus God. Christ. You know, just... Being another fucking section of something. First of what? all, a lot of majors, that isn't even a thing. Like, right. a lot of my classes were like, this is when it is. It is only a lecture. Ugh. You know, and... And it's like every three years, so that's your one chance to do it. Also, why the hell does the student who is the victim always have to change their schedule around? That is the biggest piece right. of fucking bullshit. Like... It's like, no, don't walk that way home if you're getting bullied, you know? Ugh. No, how about... We don't allow bullying, you right. know? Like, it's like, well, what were you wearing? Fuck off. Yeah. I, I like how it's option three. Like, I guess if you want, you can tell us about it. Like, maybe we have some interest, ha ha ha, possibly in keeping our students fucking safe. Well, not only that, but like, you know, this number is through the university. So, you know, it's reported internally. This is, you know, not the number for the police. Yeah, and it's kind of They're, a coin toss, which one will be less offensive to you, let yeah. alone more effective. I mean, neither is likely to be effective. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Students are people. Um, they really are. So, if someone tells you, you know, they can't take an exam and they come up with an excuse... You know, just let it slide. I mean, really, because like, what's the worst that could happen? You know, they're conning you and <laughs> you let them take it a week later. And what? Who's that not fair to? Honestly. Yeah. I mean, the students who took it that day were already prepared for it. They probably weren't going to get more prepared for it by an extra week. Like, right. If a student is so desperate that they lie about having a grand grandparent die, like there's, they're not going to gain that much from a week of studying, right? 
that's just there the only thing that they'll gain is a little bit of mental health hopefully and is that really such a bad thing right like god God forbid you have some composure while you try to take a test right jesus christ like there's there's if if it's important to you that students that that other people like learn lessons by having horrible things happen to them there are so many opportunities throughout the course of especially somebody alive today (laughs) there's there's really no need to ensure that there's one more such incident yeah i guess we're ending without a joke (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I don't have one 